Good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you are at the time of this recording. This is episode 55 of the Restricted Zone podcast. Now with my fellow co-hosts today, Chris, introduce yourself, man. What's going on, everybody? Let's have a good show. Absolutely. Kendrick, introduce yourself, man. You know, it's me, Kendrick, the smartest one on the group, in the group. My apologies, in the group. <laughs> Definitely. Mar, introduce yourself, man. What's up, Colin? Thanks for having me. I don't know what you'd be talking about, but I'm ready to get started. Ah, a.k.a. the Giants head coach. All right. So now today is strictly NFL, strictly football, and we got a lot of topics we're going to cover, and we can't wait to get started with you guys. But the first topic of today's episode is definitely the games that happened over the previous weekend. It was electric. It was definitely intense. Uh, some some games might have been a little bit disappointing. Some of them might have been extremely exciting. Uh, I want to swing it to Kendrick. I mean, Kendrick, just give me your thoughts about the games overall and, and what game stood out to you, what made it impressive. Uh, I'm going to be honest. All of the games impressed me. Uh, all of the games stood out because every game went down to the last, like, minute. Like, the, like you had to watch every second of that game because it's like – you didn't know there was never a like secure outcome because like you can look at the Rams, they could have won, but you know, they did win, but like they, they made it, Tom Brady made it interesting. Cause you know, it's Tom Brady and what he does. And then you had the Titans and chiefs, you had the bank. Oh no, I'm sorry. Titans and Bengals. You had that game and you had the chiefs and the bills that game, like every game was interesting and every game was entertaining and was a worth of watching. This might have been like the best divisional round of football I've ever watched in my life. Okay, that's definitely fair. Chris, I'm going to swing it to you. Give me your thoughts. Um, kind of to piggyback off of Kendrick just said, it was a very, very entertaining week of, weekend of football. Like you said, all the games were very close. Whether they were good or bad, they, they still kept you on the edge of your seat because you didn't know what was going to happen, um, as we saw. Um, honestly, I think the best game that I've ever seen in the playoffs, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, that was just incredible to watch. And I don't, and you know, I don't like the Chiefs, but watching that game was incredible. But like this was probably the best weekend of football that we have seen, and it was very entertaining. If you missed any of those games, just shame on you. <laughs> no, Chris, I, I definitely co-signed it 100. I was saying in the group chat, like my heart couldn't take the the Kansas City. It, the game was just so intense, you know. It really, it was just really intense back and forth. Mar, I'm swinging to you. Give me your thoughts. Um. Well, I was really kind of like disappointed in the Rams, but I mean, like every game was just like unbelievable. Like, every game was worth the watch. Every game was really worth all four quarters plus you know, extra quarter. So, I mean, like, just like they said, I mean, like, it might be the, the greatest, the greatest divisional run that you could see. And it's just like, if you if you missed it, hey, man, it's just, I just feel sorry for you. Definitely, as an NFL fan, to definitely miss those games is, is definitely heart-wrenching. I can only say it was exciting. Uh, you definitely felt your blood boil. And I want to, this kind of uh, relates to the games over the past weekend. Uh, the next topic is uh, the overtime, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Bills, the overtime. A lot of people, uh, it was 
it was an exciting game, very entertaining. People loved it. But at the end, it was very definitely some controversy. Uh, the coin toss, you know, that being the method of being able to decide who gets the ball first. And whoever wins that coin toss is usually the one that nine times out of ten has a chance to win the game. Uh, I definitely want to swing it to uh, Mar. Uh, Mar definitely had some feedback on that, uh, and I definitely want to hear your opinion. Just give me your thoughts on the overtime, and should they switch it to the college overtimes? Just give me your thoughts. Um, I really don't think they should switch it to the college one. I mean, everybody's already complaining, like, they kick a field goal, they win, so they, and then they change it, and then they change it to, like, and now everybody wants them to change it for another team scores. They should be able to get a chance to score. But, I mean, that's what they have four quarters to do. So it's like, especially, especially when you should win the game. Like, if the Rams game would have went to overtime, and the Rams would have lost, you can't tell me the Rams deserved another chance at that. Like, it, like okay, no, it just, it, it just is not fair to the other team. It just doesn't make sense. All right, uh, Kendrick, I definitely hear hear your thoughts about. Uh. Okay, so personally, one we NFL should not treat you know the overtime rules like college because if you do that, look at the Penn State and Idaho game. They they went over, they went to their overtime and then had to do two point conversion after two point conversion after two point conversion, and it was just a continuous thing going back and forth, and they were just in there forever. And it's just like one that's going to mess up TV deals. Let's talk about that. Like you got to look at the money side of it too, because you're messing up TV deals. You got to look at advertisement. You have to look at all those things as well. Just and you can't just base it on oh, you know X Y and Z because I feel this way because. Um, oh, my team didn't get a chance, but I mean, listen, they are grown men playing in a professional sport. So if your team can't get the job done in the first four quarters and like lets the team come back or the team ends up, you know, they end up tying. Okay. And they go over to overtime. The first person to score a touchdown wins. I feel like that's fair because it's like at the end of the day, if you, your defense should be able to get a stop. If they can't get a stop, then you deserve to lose because it's not just a, it's not just a oh one-sided sport where like you know it's only one sport um one like it's just the offense and everybody focuses on the offense you have a defense there's a reason for a defense there's a reason for that you know there's a reason for a special teams you know they're all they're all select um sides of the ball that you have to win it and if you lose that one then you lose the game so that's just personally I don't think nothing should change because in, in the regular season, I even have a problem with the um, regular season rule of overtime when it's just like it's just a tie. I don't like ties. I feel like, you know, somebody should win and somebody should lose. I think that's just how it is. And that's how it should always be. Like there should no be like in between. Oh, little participation. Oh, no. Sorry. You didn't score. Oh, sorry. Your defense let up a score. So we'll have to make the other team defense come out because their offense did their job and your defense did their, didn't do their job. So we're going to roll reverse it. So let's just see if your offense can do their job and their defense can't. And it's just going to continue going back and forth. And it's just like, that just seems like a waste. So the first person to score a touchdown is the fair, is a fair thing to do. Cause if your team can stop them, then all right, then your offense has a chance to score. But if your defense can't get a stop, then you deserve to lose. No, definitely. And one thing I want to uh, one key thing you did say was the money aspect, which a lot of people do fail to realize. I think viewers, like you said, the, just constantly see it back and forth for how long it may be. And like you said, there really shouldn't be an in-between. It should be a clear winner and loser. But, you know, 
A lot of people were definitely upset. They felt like the game was kind of robbed. It should have been equal. The uh, the Bills should have had the chance as well. You know, uh, just just a lot of hearsay and opinions on that. Uh, Chris, definitely want to hear your thoughts. Um, I mean, I respectfully disagree with what Kendrick Lamar is saying, even though I do understand all their points. But I mean, just from a fan itself, I don't want to see. I don't want to see a game end like that. Like, you know it would be fun, or you really want to see what happens if Josh Allen gets another chance if Patrick Mahomes scored a touchdown, especially after how that fourth quarter went between those two. So I don't think that they should change it to the college rules, but you can adopt the rules and modify them. So, for example, you can, instead of starting at the 20-yard line in the red zone, you can start them out at the 50. Something like that. I just feel like again, it will add more of an entertainment value when if you can want if and at honest and after the first overtime and both teams score, if you want to go sudden death from there like they do in college, that's fine. But I mean, I just think in a situation like that, we really just like to see or wish we could have seen what Josh Allen would have done if he had gotten a chance. I mean, like I said, I I would like them to change it, but I just I don't agree with them the points. But I do respectfully disagree with what they're saying. Okay, I mean that's fair. I mean, like I said, this is something that you know, uh, it was definitely something that was debated on. I mean, Mar, I see you unmuted your mic. You want to ask something? I want to ask Chris a question. I just want to uh, ask him: Do you think like the defense is just gonna play like relaxed? They're just gonna be like, well, our offense has a chance to score, so we really don't have to play hard. I mean, I hope they don't think like that because they shouldn't. But I'm just saying, like, if you implement a rule, like, okay, if they score, we know they get the ball. So it's really, like, it's something to be worried about, but it's like, all right, we still have a chance. That's true. But I also but I also feel like just at that level of the game, and especially on this playoff stage they're playing on, I don't feel like they would play with the back of the minds like they still have a chance. I still feel like they would go out there and be like, okay, we can't let them score. I mean, they should have that mentality off the first, the four quarters, so they, they so they don't have to deal with the overtime. You're absolutely right, but like like we saw, sometimes crazy things happen, like we saw in the last two minutes. Okay, but then all right, but that that's that's an example. Like all right, I mean, like their defense didn't hold up, so you know, if your defense couldn't hold up, then you know, then that that sign that shows signs that you know maybe your defense isn't that trustworthy. Maybe you should get a better defense for the future. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like changing the rule is, is like stupid because it's like, they are grown men. This is a professional sport. It's not college where it's like, you know, you can look at that as amateur and not professional, but like, still at the end of the day, it's professional sport. It's like you, you win or lose. And if you, and if your defense, if your defense can't make a stop when it needs to, then your team doesn't deserve to win. And your offense doesn't deserve to get a chance because you're, you're that one side of the ball didn't do, didn't help out your whole team. So Therefore, you lose, and you just have to, you know, take your battle scars and just move on. So was giving them an extra possession really that bad then? Yeah. Like I said, after, after, after each like has one possession, you can go into sudden death rules after that. I don't want to see sudden death in the professional. I don't even like seeing it in college, bro, because it's so annoying. The Penn State and Idaho game is a perfect example. Look how long that sudden death went. That was entertaining. I don't know what you're talking about. That was that might be annoying for y'all because y'all lost and that was upset. Oh no, I, don't, I, I, I mean we we lost, we lost, but I just the constant going back and forth. I'm like, geez, bro, one winner would you like a t- like the NFL? That's when I'll be like the NFL overtime rule is perfect right there because it's like all right, whoever scored a touchdown first wins. Like 
And I understand that you can't really have ties in college just because of rankings and everything like that. That's fine, whatever. But they got to be like that sudden death rule and some, it's just, I felt like it's just too much. And it's just like, because even after that game, they talked about changing the rule because of Penn State versus Idaho. So like even colleges might might do some adjusting just because of that game. So why would people want that if even colleges wanting to change it? Okay. Chris, you want to say anything before we move on? That's okay. That's okay. All right, then. all right then. So, definitely, like I said, definitely uh, something that it, it might be a change in the future. But so far, uh, I'd say overall the game was uh, the game was entertaining and definitely exciting. So, moving on, uh, we got to focus it on one Hall of Hall of Fame quarterback uh, who took a little two Hall of Fame quarterbacks who lost. You know, Tom Brady. But this one we're going to focus on particularly is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, as you as you guys know, and everyone else who watched the game, he lost. The Packers lost, and uh, Aaron Rodgers took a lot of hit. He took a lot of flack. Some might say it was unjust. Some might say it was just worthy. Uh, I just want to ask you guys this: uh, first of all, what do you think it does to Aaron Rodgers' legacy? How do you view him in, among the quarterback greats, the Mount Rushmore as a quarterback? Just and what is it does for the Packers? Honestly, what's the Packers' next move? The, is it time for Aaron Rodgers to move on from the Packers and search for a new team, or what's what's his future looking like? I want to swing it to Chris first. Definitely feel like Chris got some insight on this. All right. Well, to answer your first question about Aaron Rodgers' legacy, I mean, personally, myself, I still believe that he is the greatest talent at a quarterback that. Than I was ever seen. Mm. But wait, Chris. Chris, yeah. before you, I'm sorry to cut you. Before you dive in, when you say the greatest talent, you don't think any other quarterback, you see any quarterback now or in the future that can match up to that talent, or do you just feel like solely Aaron Rodgers talent wise? I mean, who who else have you seen done what he's done? No, I'm just asking, just one, because I was I just curious. Who, who, have you seen anybody else done what he's done? No, you're you, right. you see the throws that he makes and what he can put up. No, you're right. Actually, you're right. Okay. I feel like, I feel like there are people that are close to him, but nobody's up yeah. there with him. Nobody's there with him. Okay. So, All right. See you. Based on his legacy, I think what this loss did, um, I feel like it's gonna we're gonna think think about him more so as like a Dan Marino type quarterback, even though he has a rank, because when he had that ring very early on, he wasn't the Aaron Rodgers that we see now. He wasn't that kind of player at the time. He was still developing through the Packers system. So the fact that we see this, somebody who could probably win the MVP of the league every year, always take his team deep into the playoffs, but never just never just get over the hump. I think it's just difficult. And it's not always his fault, but when you look back on it, this game, he really didn't play well. I mean, he didn't have a pass and touchdown at all. So... I think it hurts him in just in the sense that unless he continues to play either in Green Bay next year or somewhere else and he wins a ring, we're going to look at him in the same category as Dan Marino. We're not going to look at him in the same category as Peyton Manning, Tom Bridge, or Montana. I think that this loss really hurt that, and I think if this year wasn't considered a must-win, next year is a must-win for him. He he cannot lose the Super Bowl next year. Um, For the Packers themselves – they're in a tricky they're in a tricky situation. 
because like Aaron Rodgers was saying in his press conference, uh, they have a lot of players that are expiring deals right now. And he said he's not going to come back if the team is going to look towards a rebuild. But it's also difficult to rebuild because you have to get rid of, you have to get rid of a lot of players because everybody's eating up the cap space. You don't really have any cap space to make moves to improve the team like that unless somebody's going to take pay cuts. But who takes pay cuts in the NFL if most of the contracts aren't guaranteed? So I think in this case, I think it might be smart for the Packers to look to maybe think about a rebuild. Honestly, you got to try this summer to get Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers back. Those are your number. That's your two, top two priorities. And if, but if you can't get them back, or if one of them leaves, you, I, I would say look towards a rebuild because you can't. I don't think you can still exceed without either of those two players on the team. And honestly, at this point, the way it's going, you got they've been contenders for years, but never get over the hump. It might be time to just break this team up. Maybe this team just isn't good enough to win like we all thought they were. Hmm. Definitely. Yeah, uh, definitely had me had me pondering. Uh, maybe it is time for a separation. Wait, Magic. Uh, I want to swing it to you. Definitely, I want to hear your insights on Aaron Rodgers' legacy in the Packers overall. Um, it's just like I said. It's like I look at it like another Los Angeles Clippers situation. Like they just. They- Right there. Before, right there. Before, you, before you start, that's a great analogy. Definitely. Keep going. Like, the way I used to look at the Clippers and the way I look at the Packers, it was like, I never, everybody was like, maybe they just can't win together. Maybe they just can't play together. And I'm like, no, it's always injuries or it's always something. And then you see them go on to better teams or different teams and they make a different impact. And I think this is one of those situations where it's just like, nobody believed it wouldn't work. But it's just like it really can't work at this point. So you just got to find out something you can do. And Aaron Rodgers, he's just he's just his stock has fell like for his legacy for him to be like like Chris said for him to be uh compared to other people. It's just nothing he can do. Like it's just he's just, he's just dropping and falling. He's nowhere. He's like I used to. Put him above Drew Brees, but like this just mm-hmm. makes me appreciate Drew Drew Brees more. To be honest, okay, all right, definitely. Uh, Kendrick, let me hear your thoughts and insights on Aaron Rodgers' legacy in the Packers. Uh, I believe that Aaron Rodgers should leave. Um, I believe that. Um, He's really run like, you know, he's run his time like he's been there for X amount of years. You know, he did win the Super Bowl there, but like he just keeps getting he just keeps getting like stuck. He's like he's in the plate like he is in a place where he's stuck talent wise. He, he, you know, he's still one of the best quarterbacks ever like to play looking at talent wise and what he's done and everything. But like as like a like just as a winner standpoint, it's just like it's not there. And it's like. He's like, you know, you have the coaching change that was there and then you have this, you have that, but he's still not winning. So like, you know, a change of scenery could do wonders, you know, I mean, that really would be some that would be like um, help people in their careers. Like just a whole different um, change in a new scenery really helps out and maybe that could help his legacy. I mean, yeah, it would hurt his Packers legacy. 
because he only won one championship and, and was and played so well and couldn't really do it again. But as a player himself leaving, if he goes and he leaves and goes and wins somewhere else, then um, that that would help really improve his legacy being like, wow, he was really they they might look at it differently and be like, maybe it wasn't always him in Green Bay. Maybe there was um, other factors that we didn't look at because they had Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, it's like it's like having Tom Brady. It's like hey, if the Patriots don't win or if the Buccaneers don't win, they had Tom Brady. Why didn't they win? It must have been Tom Brady. He must have not did something because I feel like he's such that high. Like his name carries so much weight that um, people will just tend to put majority of it on him or on that ex person, whoever has the biggest name there, instead of looking at the overall, um, the overall aspect of it. And then for the Packers, I just feel like, yeah, I think you should just, um, you know, just restock, just like, just start over, just rebuild. And it's like, you don't want to do, and I understand that because like rebuilding like sucks in, in that time, in that time frame when you're rebuilding, but um, I don't see Aaron Rodgers going back there. Uh, and then I don't see a lot of people. I don't see like, you know, Devontae Adams signing back because it's like, do I, who, who, who could we really bring in? That's real interesting. That may, might keep me to stay. Cause if they don't bring in somebody interesting, I, I highly, I don't think, you know, he's going to want to stay and other like, um, older players are going to stay because they probably going to be in the win. They want to win now in their career. They're like, oh, I'm in a win now mindset right now. So I want to go somewhere where I have the best possibility to play the highest level to win, uh, to win a championship. So I just feel like they should just rebuild. Okay. All right. I'm here. I'm here what you're saying. And, but now I got a follow-up question. Wait, Chris, I see you. I saw you unmuted your mic. You want something to add? I just, I just envisioned something and I just want you guys to think about this. Just, what if this year plays out and the 49ers don't win? Let's just say they lose this weekend to the Rams or they beat the Rams, they go to the Super Bowl and lose to whoever they play. Yeah. Wouldn't, this, wouldn't it be crazy, I thought about it, if sometime during the summer, everybody says he's not going to Green Bay. And slowly towards the season, he starts going to San Fran. And then not only that, but, you know, Devontae Adams is also from the West Coast. He's been linked to a couple teams out there. Personally, I hope he goes to the Raiders. But what if they both decided to leave Green Bay and go to San Fran together? That's something that I can actually see happening. So, wow. I mean, that I had never even given that much into consideration. That would be deadly. I, I mean, Kendrick, what's your thoughts on that? What team did he say? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I the said, champion. what if everybody's Devontae Adams went to the 49ers? I mean, with that defense, with the people that they have there now, and, like, however Aaron Rodgers feeling, I feel like he could win a Super Bowl. I could see him winning back-to-back Super Bowls if, like, everybody like, stays there and, like, is healthy. That that could be, that could be like, you know, a, a legitimate, like, we'll see them in the Super Bowl a couple years in a row type of thing. Mm. But I actually want to ask Colin Amar this question. If this happens, if Aaron Rodgers – and not even with Devontae Adams, but if Aaron Rodgers goes to San Fran and he wins a Super Bowl, do you think you guys will look at him the same way you look at KD when he won his rings? Sure, wouldn't, wouldn't even hesitate. No, I mean, he he, he sacrificed – well, go ahead, Mar. Sure, wouldn't. I would not hesitate. As soon as he signed, as soon as he signed that paper with the 49ers, I lose all respect for him. 
you, I, I, mm, I mean, he did put a lot of work, Mar, inside for the Packers, and you know. And what is he like? Zero four against the 49ers and can't beat them. <laughs> I'm not gonna. If I'm gonna oh, be if, that way about KD, I'm gonna be that way about him. Aaron Rodgers actually zero four against the 49 Oh, okay, that changes a lot. In the playoffs. Right. In the playoffs. Oh, in the playoffs. Okay. But remember, last year he was linked to the 49ers. This is one of the teams. So I'm just saying, and he's from Cali. Hmm. He's going home, Mark. He can't go home. I never said he can't do anything. I just wouldn't. I mean, look at the way I look at KD. But why can't he go somewhere where he, where, where he feel like he can? He has a better chance of winning at. What's wrong with that? I never said he couldn't. Like I just previously said, I just said I wouldn't respect it. Yeah, but what? Yeah, but like, why are you not respecting? Because he went to a team that he lost to and feels like he can win with. He lost to him back to back years, and one of them years was MVP. Man, more my, bad. More Tampa Bay. my bad. Hold on, hold on. He lost to Tampa Bay last year. My bad. Lost to Tampa Bay. You good, you good. But he still lost this season, and he was still having a good season. And the way he went out last season, you would have thought he would have came for more than what he uh did against them. What what was the final score? 13 to 10? And he went out like that last season. Come on, bro. And then you go play for him. I can't rock with it. That's just me. I mean, but more, like, I mean, but like, come on, like you, you, like, like if you, I was a Packers, like if I, if I was on the Packers, just like how I look at it from Russell, if I was Russell Westbrook with KD situation, if I was on the Packers and it's like, bro, you had one more year, y'all was supposed to last dance this, we were supposed to just go out in a blaze of glory, we put up ten points and then you go join them, and then like, nah, bro, that's just. But, like, uh, I mean, you can't cut – like, all right, he put up 10 points, but, like, I mean, it would have, like, there was just a good defensive game. Like, we can't give the props to the other team. Not, not even he up. put up 10 points because he didn't get on the board. I mean, but, like, come on, you got – but you're not going to give respects or props to the um defense for shutting him out like that and doing and doing it's Aaron Rodgers were is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. If this was, like, not like if Tom Brady would have – if Tom Brady didn't throw a touchdown, like, people would have lost their mind, yo. In a playoff game, you don't throw a touchdown – Supposed to be a top five quarterback. Come on, bro. And then you go play for him after they held you from not throwing a touchdown. Oh, yeah, I didn't throw a touchdown against him. I'm gonna go play with him. Come on, bro. This is weird to me. And if you if you don't understand, I'm not saying you have to agree with me, but if you can't see where I'm coming from, then I just see how you look at things then. No, I completely I understand. I'm just asking questions and just trying to understand, like you know, that's why I'm asking questions. I understand, I just want to understand more and just see just oh, or, yeah, that's like. All. That's all. He can go there. I'm like, I'm not going to say like he he shouldn't or he I just it's not something I would do. That's what I say. It's not something I would do. Like just as a competitor. Right. OK. No, that's not really even fair. as a competitor. Like I just, I just look at it like that in life. Like if somebody strode me, I'm not going to go rock with him. But that's a whole different thing. You can go rock with him and then set him up and be like, boom, look, look at that. You got your look back and you just did it. Well, the I'm with, like, I'm with I my feel like that, that can go, that can be a whole different thing. And that, and that, and that I expect if you do that. As, yeah, it's a whole different, whoa, a whole different lane. All right. Just okay, saying, man, you can't beat on my team and then try to offer me a quaint, like my help to go do the same thing. It doesn't work like that. It, I mean, what if they talking nice with the deal? Like, I feel like they talking nice with a good deal. It's nothing that much to talk about. It's nothing to talk about after you beat us. It's nothing to talk about. I don't know, man. It's a, I mean, look at, at the end of the day, it's still a business, though. So people going to look at business opportunities and be like, I'm going to choose what's best. I, 
I mean, but Kendrick, is money, is money really something Aaron really needs to, like, really, like, not to say it shouldn't be affected, but is it money is really something that you think he really values more? That's the most important thing on his mind? No, I think the most important thing on his mind is just he wants to be respected. That's what the problem was in the Packers organization. They didn't really show him, like, the respect. So that's why he has, like, such a problem. But, like, I don't know. I don't personally know that, man. He could he could look at it. He could look at a contract and be like, I don't really like that contract, but I like this contract better. And he's like, well, it's just this team, but they was offering me the better contract. You feel me? Like, people can, people can go and look into that and see and, like, take that into consideration as well. It's not just strictly from a competitive base and – um a competitive outlook at a certain point in time like people you know people still got you know x y and z outside of football what you know because it's not it's not just football for these people so it's just like they could be looking like now being him being older he could look like i'm gonna look at a contract where it helps me out but not just for me playing football but afterwards and what else i can do afterwards okay all right all right we move on to the next topic i mentioned two hall of fame quarterbacks we just discussed one and we're going to talk about Arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. Do you guys think Tom Brady's come back for one more year? Chris, I want to swing it to you. First off, I'd just say arguably. Hey, some people are still debating. You know, people are still having debates. Ooh. Oh, plenty of people. Who, 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 are you, who are you debating? What is the debate? Some people feel like Tom Brady didn't earn his Super Bowls, honestly. Let's just say that. I personally, I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Some people might say otherwise. It is how what he, it is. How, how ain't he earn it? What, what, he, what, he, what did he do? You're cheating I, because it was the first time I heard. <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I don't know. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he said, wow. That's your favorite wrestler, Lady Guerrero. <laughs> all right, Chris. I'm playing to you. Um, well, I know before in the past, Tom Brady has said he was going to play until he's 45, which he will be um, by the time the next season starts. But I feel like this, his press conference and just the way the season ended felt a little bit different in a sense, especially just with what he was saying. Um, I feel like this is the decision that he's not going to make personal. I feel like he's definitely going to talk with his wife and his kids about this a lot, but I don't want that to be the last game I see Tom Brady. And I feel like he should go out the same way we turn somebody like Kobe Bryant now. Oh. He cheered at every game. Because, you mm-hmm. you know, legends like that should get that recognition during their final year. So I, I hope this isn't – he's not done. But honestly, from what he said on Instagram today and wasting his press conference, I feel like he's going to think long and hard about this decision. And it possibly could have been the last game we saw Tom Brady play. Well, I mean, but before I swing it to uh, Lamar, I mean, what does Tom, what does Tom Brady have to prove? Honestly, I mean, what's oh, yeah, there yeah. for him to accomplish? I mean, he has absolutely nothing to prove. But also, as somebody like Tom Brady, you don't want to see him go out the way he did. And again, like I said, even even if he does, even if he plays a, a half of football. All next year, we still would like to see him and give him that recognition at every stage that he plays it. Because again, legends like that should get that recognition during the final year. Okay, all right, Mar, I'm swinging it to you. You think Tom Brady comes back for another year and possibly wins a Super Bowl? Or, um, I think he does come back for the simple fact that he's just like 
I don't think he really wants to end it like that. I wouldn't mind him ending it like that. Like that was a crazy game. That was another like another Falcon like game. So if he would have just if he just retires after that, I don't really think he really needs to stand an ovation or anything from anybody. I mean, he's beating everybody. He's he's like he's beating every franchise. He got seven Super Bowls and he's been to ten. So it's just like. Bro, if you want to go out like like because your defense went out nutty, then you're allowed to do that. He's everybody's not allowed to go out like that. I can say that about it. Everybody can't no. go out like that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I really like it would be nice to have him one more year, like Chris says, so at like all the stadiums could like appreciate him and show like what he did for football and what he means. But he already knows. Everybody tells him after every game, you're to go, you're to go. He hears it so much. So I don't really think like I don't really think he needs it. Okay, all right. Kendrick, uh, Tom Brady comes back or he he hangs it up? The only way Tom Brady really comes back is, like, you know, he talks with his family, which, I, you know, he probably will, but everything. But truly, if they really – if they want Tom Brady to come back, I think the only way he'd come back is if they get a better defense. Truly, like, and from the like from the Buccaneers standpoint, if they want Tom Brady to come back on like a one, like on how many years did he sign with the thing? Was it a two year or three year deal? I think it was a two year deal. Okay, so um, if they really want, he he might come back for a one year deal if they really improve their defense and their defense plays great. And I mean, and if they're and if they can get a good defense around him, he'll definitely be. I feel like he'll be willing to come back and you know. Ended on a high note and be like, you know, I got my eighth ring. Nobody can ever, you know, you can't say nothing to me now because, like, I mean, people can't say nothing to him now because he has seven. And, like, everybody was like, oh, he's a system quarterback when he was with the thing. And then, like, oh, was it really Tim? I mean, Tom or was it Bill? But you show that, you know, Tom can do it by himself and he can do it in this. So I just feel like um, the only way he really comes back is if the Buccaneers really pick up their defense and – then he'll probably maybe sign with a one-year deal back to them and be like, all right, let's run it back. Let's try this one last time. And if, if it don't work out, then, I mean, hey, I'm going to just – I'm going to hang it up because he – I mean, he don't really got nothing to prove to nobody unless he wants to prove it to himself. That's really the only person he probably has to prove it to is himself. And because I even heard this insult. Like, I seen it on a Twitter. Somebody was like, yo, Tom Brady trash t- talk. And he was like, I played against – he said, he said, I played against your dad. Ask your dad about me. What you telling people that who you playing against right now? I feel like you can if you can say that to somebody and really like and it really holds some weight, you really don't got to impress nobody. Everybody has to impress you. Everybody has to be like, I'm trying to impress. Everybody has to impress. Like somebody got an interception of him and they went and got the ball signed by him. They was like, Oh, I got this pick. Can you sign this ball that I intercepted off of you? Like that, that, that right, that that says a lot. That's like, yo, like, you know, most people do that and probably don't even like think about making the quarterback sign it. But you know, it's Tom Brady. Everybody know he a living legend still playing. So I just feel like he ain't got nothing to prove, but he'll come back if they have a good defense around him. Okay. All right. Definitely. I mean, like I said, I mean, uh, Tom Brady comes back. The NFL certainly wouldn't mind. I mean, it boosts up their ratings, brings us more revenue, of course. So, but I feel like you know, Tom Brady doesn't really have, have much to prove, but uh, he doesn't really have much to lose by not coming back either. So, I, like I said, I'm fine with it either way. Uh, moving on to the next topic. So, this one is 
definitely can't wait uh, for you guys to give your thoughts on this. And this topic, you guys know the Rams play the 49ers this Sunday. And it's a quarterback battle. A lot of people are going to be tuned into it. I just want to ask you guys, which quarterback you think needs this win more for their legacy and career overall, uh, Jimmy G or Matthew Stafford? So I want to swing it to Kendrick first. Kendrick, just give me your thoughts. Which quarterback you think needs this more, needs this win more? 100%. I mean, Jimmy G, I mean, he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he lost. Wait. Yeah, he He lost. lost. He lost. He lost, yeah. But, like, he's gotten his team there. But, I mean, he didn't, you know, didn't finish the job because, you know, of such and such things. But, I mean – he got there, and he's like, you know, he still can. He, he still has a good chance to do it with the defense and the weapons he has around him. But Matthew Stafford, being with the Detroit Lions for so many years, hadn't got a playoff win until this season. He has a lot more to prove because they traded, you know, they traded the Rams traded their top pick back in the day for Jared Goff, mind you. It was just Jared, Jared, Jared Goff, but you know, that's that's neither here nor there. But Matthew Stafford, he has a lot to prove, so that's why he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to make sure, like you know. I'll make sure we gonna, I'm going to get to the Super Bowl. Even if he loses in the Super Bowl, I feel like getting there is still, like, going to help him out in, in his legacy and his career and his, like, and his, like, um, the, uh, the, his, like, legitimacy and, like, reasoning why, like, this is why they traded for me. This is what I can do. And it's just, like, you know, it was my first time here. And, like, yeah, I didn't win. But, like, if, if, they, if they make it, I, I have them winning it all, though. But, um. I just believe that it will really boost Matthew Stafford's career and his legacy just uh, uh, by tenfold because it's just like of how amazing he does, uh, how amazing it would be going to a new team and winning. Okay, Kendrick, I, I want to definitely touch on what you said a little bit later because it relates to the final topic of the episode. Mar, I want to swing it to you. Uh, who, Which quarterback needs to swim more, uh, Jimmy G or Matthew Stafford? Um, Matthew Stafford needs the next two wins. Um, and he he can't be short of a Super Bowl. He ha- he has to win the next two games. There's, not, there's gotcha. nothing else he can do for people to be like, okay, Matthew Stafford is like he's one of the top dogs. He's one of those people in our generation who deserves his flowers. If he gets this type of defense and this type of offense, I don't think he deserves his flowers. Cause it just doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. is you got this type of defense, you got the best corner, you got the best lineman, you got the best defensive player and the best corner. You got Von Miller, who's still able to get back there. You got Odell Beckham, who's a great distraction for Cooper Cup, who's the best receiver in the league. And you just beat Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers is not in the way. So if you lose to Jimmy Garoppolo, come on, bro. Is Garoppolo. <laughs> It's just like, 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 what are we talking for? And then at that point, whoa. So it's just, he just has to execute, just execute. Uh, exactly. Definitely. It's all about execution. The words of Russell. Uh, Chris, uh, you always talked about how Matthew Stafford was underappreciated and, and you know, underrated, and so I definitely can't wait to hear your thoughts. So, you think needs this one more? Well, I think I agree with easily Matthew Stafford. I mean, kind of for all the same reasons Mar said. Like you, you basically have a wide open lane to get to the Super Bowl right now with Aaron Rodgers being out, and you knocked out Tom Brady. 
the only person that stands in your way is Jimmy Garoppolo of all people. Who would who would have thought? Because not me. That's the only person that stands in your way. And again, no matter who you face, whether it be Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, you you have to win because they both have issues coming into the game. For for example, the Bengals offensive line is still very suspect, which we saw against Tennessee because they were able to capitalize on it. So in a game like that, obviously the defensive line would have an advantage. You go against Kansas City, they don't really have a secondary. So, again, you still have an advantage because you have receivers. They don't have a secondary. So I feel like this year he he has to win these next two games. It's a a must because I agree with Marty. If you have this type of team and this type of talent around you and you don't win, I mean, the naysayers are basically going to be correct. And I don't want them to be correct. I still feel like Matthew Stafford is a really underrated quarterback who has at times gone back to what he does in Detroit, trying to play hero ball a lot or force things that weren't there. But I still feel like he, I still feel like he doesn't get the recognition he deserves and him winning the Super Bowl this year and next year, if they win this year, back to back, he would get that recognition. But I also have somebody else that might be under more pressure than both of them. Who is that, sir? I'm going to explain. I'm thinking of Sean McVay. And the reason I'm saying to Sean McVay is because, like we said, he already went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. So we know he's a great coach. I, I, know, he's, I know he's a very good coach. And no matter what team he would coach, I feel like he would do a good job. But just think about it. This offseason – he didn't beg, but he basically made his case numerous times of why he wanted Matthew Stafford on his team. So now they got Matthew Stafford. Um, I feel like he also made noise about Odell Beckham when, to get him off on waivers when he got released by the Browns. So it's like the team has given you everything that you've asked for and more. You have everything that you need. So if you can't win with this team with a different quarterback at the helm this year or next year, you're getting you're you're getting fired no matter how good you are. It doesn't matter because if you can't get if you can't bring the Super Bowl and bring it back to LA, then you're not then you're not the coach that we need. So I feel like this I feel like even though a lot of pressure is on Matthew Stern, I feel like it's just as much as it's gonna be on Sean McVay too. Okay, definitely didn't consider that. Open my eyes to that one. Uh all right. Moving on to the final topic of today's episode. Obviously, the matchups coming up this weekend on Sunday. Uh, definitely want to hear your guys' predictions and why. So, the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Kansas City Chiefs, that's going to be an exciting game. Honestly, can't wait for it. I'm stoked for it. Uh, Mar, I want to swing it to you. Who do you have coming out uh, getting the W? Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. All right. Kendrick, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I want to see an upset. You want to see an upset? Why are you? Why are you? So besides the upset, you feel like what did the Bengals have in their favor to upset the Chiefs? Uh, really nothing. I just want to see an upset. I don't really see anything that the. I mean, I guess you can look at their, you know, maybe their defense a little bit. <clears throat> but other than that, but. Their offense are both high powered. Um, but truly, I just want to see an upset and I just want to see the uh the the Bengals win. Okay. All right, pretty solid. Chris, who do you have winning that exciting matchup? Um, from a fan standpoint, I do agree with Kendrick. Um, I would like to see the Bengals upset the Chiefs, especially since 
they beat them when they played earlier this year. Um, but I do think the Chiefs are going to win this game, even though the Bengals have impressed a lot of people this year, including myself. Um, I, I, I don't think Joe Cool is going to fold or anything, but I just feel like going to Arrowhead in the playoffs is just a different type of environment. And I'm not saying that the Bengals won't show up ready to play, but I just feel like the Chiefs are already used to this. They already know what this is like. They've been here four straight years. So they know what type of environment this is in. They know what to do. This is, this is almost routine for them. I feel like that experience is going to get the best of the Bengals. So I got Kansas City on it. Hold on, All who, right. who won, wait, who won early in the season, the Chiefs or the Bengals? The Bengals won. Oh, okay. Because I will cool. say that it is hard to beat the same team twice in the NFL. Exactly. And like I said, like I said, they're arrowhead in the playoffs. The Bengals aren't, aren't aren't used to this. This is this is routine for the Chiefs right now. Routine for the Chiefs. Okay. All right, so the next matchup, 49ers and Rams. Uh, Mar, give me your thoughts. Who do you have coming out getting the W in that one? I should have the Rams. I should have the Rams. Should have. I should have the Rams. <laughs> but last, I think the last time the Rams and 49ers played, the 49ers won. So, I mean, this is a whole different type of environment. This 49ers team is, like, very physical. This Rams team is physical, too, so it's definitely going to be, like, a bloody type of matchup. But I just – I think the Rams have, like, just too much on offense for them. All right. Chris, uh, g- give me your predictions and thoughts. Rams, 49ers, who do you have coming out of that bloodbath? Uh, I got the Rams winning because, like I said, I just feel like I believe in Matthew Stafford with this team. But I'm also a little bit nervous because with the way this defense played last week against Green Bay, this is the type of defense that can make Matthew Stafford turn into Detroit Lions quarterback again. He he can make some very crucial mistakes that the 49ers can capitalize off of. But at the same time, we all know Jimmy G is, I mean, yeah, but he's he's bound to turn the ball over too. So I feel like this game is going to be one on the ground. I feel like whoever has the better running attack is going to win this game. But I think due to the offensive line of the um, of the Rams and then Trip Williams possibly not being able to play for the 49ers, which could be a big loss for them, uh, I feel like the defense can take advantage of that offensive I feel like the Rams defensive line, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Von Bell, they're going to take advantage of that defensive line. I mean, offensive line of the um, – of the 49ers, and if they get back there, I think that it's going to be a long day for Jimmy G, Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, whoever run the ball, whoever has it. And I think the Rams' offensive line has stayed intact all year, and they've been capitalized off that. So whoever has the better run game is going to win. I think it's going to be the Rams. Mm, okay. All right. Definitely sound. Just, just making me more excited for the game. I can't wait for it. Kendrick, last but not least, just give me your thoughts. Who do you have coming out of – coming out of that battle? The Rams. Just because I feel like their defense is definitely going to stop 49ers offense. Just, they're going to die. I feel like the Rams defense is going to dominate the 49ers offense, and that's what's going to make it easy for Matthew Stafford to come away with the win. All right. Definitely can't wait for these games match up. 
Uh, definitely going to be going crazy. Uh, I'm just so excited as a fan. But that concludes episode 55 of the Restricted Zone podcast. Thanks a lot for everyone tuning in. I want to give a big shout out to my fellow co-hosts. Thanks a lot, Kendrick, Mar, and Chris. Appreciate you guys. Uh, we definitely appreciate the fans who tune in and watch us on Anchor and stream us on Apple and watch us on, on Spotify. We really appreciate it. Continue to support us, and we will keep pumping up episodes consistently. And also, you can follow us on Instagram at RestrictedZonePod. You can also follow us individually on Instagram. It'll be inside the, the it'll be inside the description below. So please follow us. Definitely uh, ask us uh, questions about what topics you like for us to cover, and we will try to do it and get to it. And like I said, guys, enjoy the weekend. Please be safe and stay in the house. Have a great day, everyone.